Yo, welcome, 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 welcome. Uh, I am your host, Alejandro. Welcome to Riffs on Tap, episode number 13. Uh, I'm joined here by my co-host. Riley. Riley? Is there an accent on there now? Is that is that new? There's no enthusiasm. I just wanted, I wanted it to sound like it was just, you know, pasted in there randomly. Oh, so. yeah. We just, Riley's actually not here. We're only using clips from other episodes and we're just piecing them together. It's, it's a new thing we're trying out. Uh, we're going to see if y'all like it. Sports. Uh, a lot's happened in sports, actually. I'm gay. That was Riley right there. <laughs> um, so I do have to admit something right off the top. Uh, I know we give Weezer a lot of shit around here. Um, rightfully so. But I've been listening to a lot of Weezer this week. Uh, specifically the Blue Album. Uh, and it's fantastic. It, it really is a fantastic album. And usually bands, you know, progress and get better and they evolve and stuff. It's like Weezer devolved yeah. as they continued onward. It's like the melodies got simpler. The production just went down. Um, Can I ask what made you listen to Weezer? Uh, it was uh, the Pat Finnerty video. So there's a, a, YouTube, a YouTuber. His name is Pat Finnerty. Um, he's a musician uh, from Philadelphia. And he has a whole series on uh, called This Song Stinks. He's got four episodes, uh, various artists that are absolute just stinkers of bands and songs. You know, Three Doors Down, uh, uh, Kid Rock, Train, uh, the worst band of all time. Kid Rock, I feel like he's uh, just a fucking Beastie Boys ripoff. Yeah, he really is. And then Weezer. Um, and so I was like, you know what? I want to go back and I want to listen for myself and really like compare the new stuff to the old stuff. And the Blue Album, Shining, Work of Art, great, fantastic. Everything after there's a couple songs on the Pinkerton I like, but beyond that, it's not that not that great. Um, Fuck Weezer. Yeah, I just, just don't know how you regress that bad. I don't know. I just digress. Seen... Digress. Would it well, be di- did they digress or regress? Uh, they digressed. Yes. Can um, you explain the difference? I cannot. Regress. <laughs> <laughs> well, regress is they they came back, so yeah. they like went backwards and came back. Digress. They just went downhill um so it was very much they digressed because i don't know i just you hear rivers play guitar and it's just like wow what an interesting like you know little riff right there that's it's so cool and then you listen to, like beverly hills and it's just the same it's the one five four six chord progression and it's just beverly like, hills. one note one note through the whole fucking thing but it's a good song I like that's it. where i want to be i i don't I'm who wants to be in beverly hills actually like, i do not you know gas is like six dollars a gallon over there California, baby. Yeah. California. <laughs> um, California love. Ooh, a fantastic song. California. Um, knows who sings it? No. Who sings it? Isn't it Tupac? Correct. Um, which the other thing I've listened to a lot of this week. Um, a lot of Kanye. Waiting yeah. for that. That waiting for Donda. Waiting it's for not gonna. Album. It's not gonna come out. Yeah, I think it's. This is gonna be one of those albums that just doesn't exist. Like he's been making it all up. He just played. He played. He did the two listening parties, and they were just like, "Nah, that's all you get." I hope you recorded it because it's gone. I deleted the album. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just every day. Oh wait, I, I pray for that album. But what what have you been listening to this week? Uh, a fucking lot of random shit. Sergio Simpson just came out with a new album. I saw that. Fan fucking tastic, more folky, bluegrassy. Yeah, love it. What else have I been listening to? Ed Sheeran. Love Ed Sheeran. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has two new songs out. Saw that as well, yeah. And the new song is a sad boy song for sure. Um, he still was like, Taylor, please, please. Yeah. Can I get out of the friend zone one day? Mike Posner. Great. Mm-hmm. Love Mike Posner. Back or write you a song to make you. <laughs> two Door Cinema Club. They're Ooh, great. They're always good. Yeah, just a bunch of random... Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I go through weeks where I'll just be like, I'm just all over the place. I'll go, I'll, I'll jump genres quickly. I'll jump artists really quickly. Um, this week was very, it's been pretty consistently that um, 90s be, because of Noah. When we, we went through that, listening to Nirvana and Pearl Jam and stuff like that. I um, And I went to the Green Day concert and I was like, you know, I, I, I want to listen to more Green Day. I want to, you know, be more familiar than I was previously. I'm just loving it. I'm just, you know, Dookie, such a great album. And uh, American Idiot re- really is, I think, their best album. Oh, yeah. Opinion, it's Bull in the Bible. That's just 
bias talk right there, I guess. I don't know. No, I I they have so many great albums. Um, but personally, yeah, if I had to, if I had to pick a favorite, definitely American Idiot. American if we had to talk about like that, um, the um, the list that we were trying to do last week of like uh, a band that has really uh, like five whatever uh, like uh, albums in a row in a row they're great eight or ten Green Day is so close to that but the thing is they yeah. don't have enough albums uh, like they do have enough albums but the thing yeah. is like um, they just they, don't they had four in a row and then after that it's yeah. just like there was in, in 2012 they went through that period where they had Uno, Dos, and Trace those three albums mm-hmm. all back to back to back whereas I'm like that's cool we got a lot of music but like overall they were not great as a whole album itself yeah. um, it was a cool collection of songs but yeah I agree. Yeah, just the way that their albums are spaced out, they just don't fit the rule of five, unfortunately. One thing, so I want to get into some movie talk real quick. I sent you the post. Pissed me the fuck off because apparently everyone thinks that Adam Sandler's sports movies are funnier than Will Ferrell's. That is incorrect. And I just don't understand how, I mean, Talladega Nights and Blade to Glory, two of the greatest sports comedies of all time. Yeah. Waterboy's good, but it's not one that I'm gonna rewatch a bunch of times. Uh, Happy Gilmore, I will. I love Happy Gilmore, but yeah, just I mean, Shooter like, McGavin, Talladega Nights, and Blades of Glory are just like A tier movies. Yeah, I I agree. And even so, let's say you're not a fan. You know, Adam Sandler, I guess, leans more family friendly. Yeah. Even if you're not a fan of the raunchy stuff from Will Kicking Ferrell, and Screaming, Kicking and Screaming is a yeah. great family movie. Yeah. Got Mike Ditka, you know, they keep the jokes where like, you know, as the parent or the adult, you're like, You'll Oh, get I get yeah. those I get the double entendre, I get it. But for the kids, it's just like, ha, very funny, playing soccer, past yeah. all the Italians. Um that the Will Ferrell just he has so much range. Um, oh yeah. He can, you know, go crazy and be super raunchy. You know, you, you watch like the unrated versions of like Talladega Nights and there's jokes in there where I'm like, Wow, I can't believe you said that, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um and he can be super family friendly too. Uh, but yeah, I agree. Will Ferrell, definitely better than Adam Sandler oh, for yeah. sports movies. So what's, I mean, I could agree upon that just because like, um, I feel like there's more movies that, um, that he has made about sports compared to Adam Sandler. Like just because he also, uh, is in, um, Blades of Glory. Was he in Balls of Fury? No, uh, no, he was not. Okay. never mind. Then. Semi-pro. 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 True. Um, Adam Sandler on the list you sent me. They had Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. That's not even a comedy. It's not even close to <laughs> it's a not comedy. not a comedy. He's not playing sports. I get it's about ba- basketball is... It's about like betting. Yeah. But but that's like that's like saying Rounders is a sports movie. Yeah. And I'm like, no. Like, I don't know. It just... Yeah, I just don't agree with that. Yeah. Caddyshack? 21 apparently is a sports movie. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Poker? <laughs> oh, blackjack. It's about, yeah. it's about betting. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just, Adam Sandler, look, he's very, very funny. He has so many great movies, but um, no, he, he doesn't beat Will yeah. Ferrell in the sports game. Well, his, his prime, I feel like, like his prime movies, I feel like it was such a, sh- a shorter time than, I mean, Will Ferrell still, I guess, they're all right movies now. They're not the best, but yeah. Yeah, like he had a longer time, especially with SNL, where he was just in the prime of comedy. Yeah, I think, yeah, if you look at his career, yeah, I agree. If you look at his career as a whole, just consistently funny for such a long period of time. Yeah. Adam Sandler, yeah, I agree. I, I don't find him to be super funny nowadays. Mm-hmm. And even then, his style of humor is really not exactly mine. Like, yeah. Yeah, Happy Gilmore, great, because I, I love golf. And it's like, oh, ha, ha, he takes those funny moments that every golfer kind of agrees. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah, this is kind of dumb. Um, But for the most part, you know, I'm not, not a huge Adam Sandler fan fan either really um our greatest sports movie of all time uh the greatest game ever played okay or uh or probably ooh no actually hold on actually remember the titans can we can we remember the titans is great can we narrow it to to a specific sport just because i think it it gets hard okay so you can say football i'm guessing yeah, so football, I guess we can say, yeah, remember, I would say probably remember the Titans. I can they, agree. Facing the Giants. Facing Great movie, you haven't watched it. Ooh, I have not seen yeah, it. It's a fantastic fucking movie. Um, um, what's the other one um, with, about what's Ole Miss uh, was picked up by? Oh, Blindside? Blindside. That's Ooh, a great movie. It's very good. Moneyball? Moneyball would probably be at the top of my list right now. Wait, for baseball or overall? Overall. Okay. So I would say for baseball. There's so many. A big Sandlot. I love the Sandlot. Sandlot's great. Um, oh, is it classic? What's... Um, Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams is... The Rookie. 
Um, rookie of the year. Um, Major League, oh, Major League's so funny. Yeah, um, um soccer. <laughs> there, there's so many great baseball movies. Best rugby movie ever, <laughs> Invictus. Oh, <laughs> uh, I another football one. Um, what, what was it called? Concussion with like Wilson. Oh yeah, uh, oh. yeah, about the CTE stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, for golf, that one's pretty good. Uh, I do like the greatest game I ever played. I really do. Um, Happy Team Gilmore. Cup. I would put Tin Cup. Tin Cup is fantastic of a movie, but I think the uh, man, uh, Legend of Bagger Vance. Oh yeah, that's good. If you've ever seen it, that's such a fan. That Will Smith plays such a great supporting role in that movie. Yeah. Um. But uh, greatest golf golf movie ever, Space Jam. <laughs> For basketball, yeah, what, basketball movies. What do we got? Glory Rose, baseball. Space think, Jam, uh, Coach Carter, Coach Carter. Yeah, Coach Carter is fantastic. Semi Pro. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch more. I just I I can't think of them right now. Uh, what's the uh, mm, fuck? I can't. Hoosiers. Oh, Hoosiers yeah. is up there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's so many good sports movies. It's it's hard to name just a singular. Nacho Libre. Probably the only wrestling movie I know. So yeah, I, I agree with you on that one. Are there are there any other? There have to be. Yes, has to be other. Sorry about that, my phone wrestling dropped. movies. Um, there I has can't to be think more of any. not mainstream ones. Probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't. I think overall, Moneyball's a really good choice. I love Moneyball. Oh, but t- I think Tin Cup personally. Uh yeah. If I if I uh, yeah, I like Tin Cup. I like Tin Cup a lot. It's a great movie. Yeah. The Mighty Ducks. Even I mean, Caddyshack for golf movies would be up there. Mm-hmm. That's one, I don't know, I feel that's one of those movies I feel like is, um, you have to watch. Like, like when I have kids one day, like, that's one of those, like, all right, you gotta watch Kanye. Yeah. Like, Bill Murray, one of the greatest supporting roles ever yeah, in that movie. Yeah, he has such a small role, and if I remember correctly, because we've talked about it, um, he doesn't, I, they didn't actually write anything for him, right? No. He kind of just showed it was up. Just, his brother was in it, because uh, his brother was the, I don't know what you call the head of the caddies, but. Uh, so he, they're like, hey, can you get Bill in here? Do a couple lines or something? Yeah. Roll ended up turning out a little bigger. But uh, just that whole scene about, you know, he's got 500 yards. He's going to hit about a four iron. How are we going to talk about sports movies without talking about Karate Kid? Technically, Karate, karate is a Kid. Okay, so if we're going to talk about the Karate Kid, are we talking about the original? The originals, of course. They're both, they're all shit. I don't think so. I think they're, it, they're, Okay. When you're young, it's a great movie to watch. But like when you get older and rewatch it, oh, yeah, it's a corny. shit. It's a they're, shit movie. I don't think they're shit. I think it's just corny. I think so. But I think it's still classic enough. So we've seen Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen the first season. I, I'm not caught up. I love Cobra Kai. I think it's really good. And as I was watching Cobra Kai, I realized just how the original Karate Kid doesn't make any sense as a movie. Like no. it just. It like it's a, it feels like a very forced conflict between these two people who there really is no yeah there should be no interactions between these two human beings ever, um but and the Jaden Smith version actually makes a little bit more sense as a movie. But the only problem with that it's called Karate Kid and he's being taught kung fu. So shut the fuck up. It's a difference. There is a difference. You're, you're correct. You're correct. <laughs> Karate's um, Japanese. Chinese is kung fu. I'm not gonna argue. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna argue. You're correct. Yeah, martial arts. But I think as a story of like, oh, you know, new kid, you know, new school, gets beat up by the bully. The bully happens to be doing, you know, karate, karate, yeah. air quotes. And he's like, and he, you know, Jaden's like, you know, I want to I want to learn karate. You know, you know, classic American kid. He's like, oh, yeah, karate. I want to fight people and everything. And, you know, he trains, and you know, under Jackie Chan and he beats the bully. It, I think it all flows as a, a story that makes sense. Yeah. If I'm gonna be honest, the finishing move in the Jane Smith one was way better than uh, the the crane, the crane kick. The crane kick is the most telegraphed move it's, in the history of sports. It is. I have never seen an easier defense to a move than just like don't stand in front of him and you're good. Just get get some distance. Wait for him to do his whole thing. He, he has to land on that leg. Quick anyways. crane kick to the chin. Are you kidding me? Block that shit. Now there's a Sw- sweep the other leg or something. There's a know. there's a comedian Gary Goldman. He talks about uh, the Karate Kid. And Why are you he, saying he like said, that? Because that's how he says it. That's oh. actually the like correct SpongeBob pronunciation. Yeah. 
but he said he was like rule number one of defending the crank kick don't run face first into the <laughs> crank kick um but yeah cobra kai if you have not seen cobra kai and you are a fan of the karate kid uh it's, it's just so brilliantly done um, and it do, it gives a lot of backstory into both sides i guess of the yeah because like when you finally hear johnny's side of the story it's like yeah, what the fuck going on here? Like, yeah. this kid just shows up. Yeah, he starts the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah. takes his girl, and then yeah, uh, he was hanging out with his friends in in the locker room, you know, just chilling. And then he comes and pours water on them. Like, yeah, you're asking, he's asking to get his ass beat. Yeah, Roth Macho is the bully yeah. in that movie. Um, but oh man, yeah, it's it's so crazy when you just change uh, the frame just slightly. Yeah, um, it's like I know this is gonna be a side a side bit here, but. Um, the Simpsons is now on Disney Plus, so you can watch all the seasons of The Simpsons. The show originally was in four three, you know, where, but for Disney Plus, for some reason, they just automatically moved it to sixteen by nine, and so there's jokes that don't make sense anymore because they originally were cut off. Yeah. And now they're in the frame, and it's like, oh well, the jokes don't work anymore. There is a setting to go back to four three, but it's like buried way in the settings, and it's only for that one show. I was never a big Simpsons fan. I was always, when I was like in high school, it was Family Guy over Simpsons. And then now it's South Park over either of those. Uh, Simpsons movie was great. I did love the Simpsons movie. Well, actually, you're forgetting the most important show of our our generation. Rick Rick and Morty. Morty. Yeah. Yeah. But I would still choose, I would still choose South Park over Rick and Morty. I think they have such a, a richer history. And I think the world building is really, really good in South Park. And like, also, it's just because I mean, they're they're not afraid to joke about anything. anything. Yeah. So um, that's one thing I appreciate about that show. It's super, super creative. And, and they'll get it. political, but it's it's in a funny way where yeah. I, where I, I know both sides can laugh at it. And yeah. Go, oh, fa- okay, like you're right, Family Guy funny. just went too political, and I was like, oh, well, that's you know. Yeah, they went like it's cheap. It's cheap shots, and I don't. Yeah. It's the same thing with SNL. SNL just started taking those cheap shots that everyone was saying, and I was like, eh. And which now, since we we're not in any type of a political cycle now, I had no desire to watch SNL. No. Uh, and it's, I don't know, the cast is okay, but, you know, eh, it's, I have no desire to it's watch It's gone downhill. Show. I think one, uh, Seth Meyers leaving was kind of the cutoff for me, and I was like, oh, that's the last guy that I liked. Yeah. Doing Weekend Update. Uh-huh. What's it called? I didn't realize this. I, I, like, I guess I realized it at one point, but I keep forgetting. Colin Jost, which he's hilarious. He's, yeah. He did. It, he has done a great job leading uh, Weekend Update. Um, married to Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. I forget about that. They're having a kid. Yeah, they just had a kid. Um, and uh, I just wonder how those two met. I'm just curious how what the meeting was like and, and how. Because they seem like they're just in very different worlds. Scarlett Johansson. A-list movie actress. Yeah. All these crazy movies. Obviously, she's been doing the Marvel movies as of late. Um, and Colin Jost writes jokes uh, and he sits behind a desk all day. Yeah. So, I'm just curious how those two ever came together. Um, At the Oscars. It was the same. That's actually a good guess. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I feel like, like Pete, Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande, I feel like that was such a weird couple too. Like it's, I guess more understandable than Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost, but... Uh, I guess I think the only thing I can connect for them is they probably met when Ariana hosted, but like Scarlett, I don't think she's hosted any time recently. And that's why I like, I think, but yeah, I think, you know, that the comedy Pete Davidson, Ariana was a weird combination, but I can see how there was maybe a connect, like maybe a, like, Oh, they, they crossed paths at this point and maybe they just hit it off. That, that was it. But, um, well, even so, another weird relation, celebrity relationship. Uh, I, don't, I don't know which one, which one of the two in Twenty One Pilots it is, but they're married to Debbie Ryan. Wait, what? what? Oh, yeah. I think it's the drummer. Yeah, I think it's the drummer. What? It's not yeah. Tyler. I forgot the drummer's name. I only know. I think the lead singer is Tyler. It's such a weird. I saw that. I was just looking through his Instagram, and yeah. I'm like, is he funny on here? And I saw Debbie Ryan. <laughs> is he funny like, on here? <laughs> this comedian is he funny? No, I'm just kidding. Um, that is weird. Yeah, it. Uh, I wish I would look more into like weird celebrity pairings. I just yeah. like, I was like, oh yeah, so and so are married. <laughs> he doesn't have nipples. Uh, Noah is playing with my LeBron James Space Jam Two Stretch Armstrong. 
and uh, decided to uh, take his clothes off. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he does. <laughs> I'm trying to make uh, have him mate with this um, Charmander. Charmander. The, it's a great. The Charmander is a great paperweight. It's like a wonderful little desk toy. I didn't knocked. Spill. Oh, oh, you didn't spill it. I didn't. I, I spilled a little bit, but it was on the napkins. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm Perfect. putting this over yeah, here. Pass me my monster because I actually yeah. want to finish it. Which, hey, by the way, we're drinking beer today, uh, as usual. And uh, we never talked about it. <laughs> wow. First on tap, we're talking about beer in the first five minutes. Uh, Riley, what are we drinking today? Uh, 512 Wit, the Belgian style wheat beer. Yeah, so if you are familiar with uh, Avery Brewing Company's White Rascal, um, Live Oak Hefeweizen, those are all in the same kind of family of, uh, of beer. Um, I know uh, we've had Hefeweizen uh, before, the Live Oak one, uh, and uh, I just wanted to, you know, I've been drinking. I'm a big Belgian beer guy. Mm-hmm. I think it is the superior beer. Shout out to Belgium. Um, Shout out to Belgium, yeah. I think, yeah, if you're not familiar with those two other beers, um, if you're only, like, drinking national beers, uh, the classic is always uh, Blue Moon. Yeah. That's a wheat beer, Belgian wheat beer. Um, so if you like Blue Moon, you'll probably like this one as well. Uh, I like this. Pretty good. Very, very good. No. I'm a fan. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. And it's brewed with coriander. I mean, you can't go wrong. With you even know what coriander is? I have no fucking idea. Coriander is cilantro. But I know what a grapefruit peel is. Yeah, the seeds is. of cilantro, isn't yes. it? Yes. I think, I think just in general, it's cilantro, but just said differently in other places. I think I cilantro is like the more... I, I feel like that's not true. I think the European style of calling it is called cilantro. Can you, can you uh, Google that? Because I feel like that sounds wrong. Oh my yeah, gosh. I'm pretty sure cilantro is the leafy part and the coriander is the seeds. Um, If I'm remembering correctly. While he's looking this up, uh, do you guys want a fun cilantro fact? No, it's just, it's just cilantro. Sweet. Oh, it's, so, the same thing. So it's the same thing? Yeah, it's the okay, same thing. It just cool. said uh, differently in some other place in the world i, I think dis- it's more European. I, I disagree you disagree so, so then okay. if they are the same thing my fact applies even more see cilantro is a spanish word for coriander there you go there you go so i, I still disagree so uh because this is made with coriander slash cilantro there is uh, a specific gene um that people have either it's either on or off more of a chromosome <laughs> I have if an extra you, chromosome. If you have the specific gene, cilantro tastes normal. It just cilantro tastes like we've always tasted. You have it on tacos, whatever. It's great. Love cilantro. I do too. I love it. But if you don't have it, apparently it tastes just tastes like, like soap. soap. Yeah. It's very like earthy and nasty. So I have that a friend. Is, that is such an interesting gene to have. It is. Yeah. That God was making us and he was like I fuck with these people. Well, I feel you like guys are gonna taste cilantro normal. <laughs> Y'all like, are gonna taste it like soap. I feel like it's one of those where, like, the Latin American countries, which they use cilantro a lot in their cooking, they're all like, "Yeah, we love it." And people from Europe came over and they're like, "What's this green stuff?" It's like, it's great. Put it on this, and they're like, "Ew, no, I'm, I'm this nasty. It's disgusting." Um, so I would imagine if this is brewed with coriander, I bet if you don't like cilantro, you're probably not gonna like this beer. Fun but fact. I'm curious. Uh, cilantro. Wait, no, wait. It comes from Israel. Ooh. Yes. 8,000 year old caves in Israel. That's where it was found. So I wonder why we see it in Latin American cuisine so much more. I guess it's just something somebody brought from like the voyages. And, and it like, just it just hit it off here. Exactly. Just like, we love that green shit. You guys keep, keep bringing more <laughs> of that. Like, we, we love it. Um,. But yeah, the beer is very good. Five one two, brewed in Austin. Um, I, I definitely do love my Austin beers. I am hammered right Austin's now. Austin's got some good beer. <laughs> hammered, you're half a beer in. Oh, dude, I'm I'm about to pass out. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm hammered drunk. Hammered. Um, I'm hot dog. I'm all hot up on Mountain Dew. Yes. Do you, how long do you think you can hold a conversation only quoting movie lines? I think I could do it quite well. Not just quoting them in just a quote, but like literally carry a conversation forward by quoting. Should we do that for the rest of the podcast? Just kidding. Oh, right? That wouldn't be able to y'all too, because I, I I wouldn't be able to. I've never seen a movie before. What's a movie? <laughs> where Riley and I would eventually get to the point where it just I could do. Not make like, any sense. I don't know if I could uh, like only movie quotes, but I like I could sprinkle them in. Okay. Just randomly. 
Yes, you can have a conversation and every sentence could have a quote in it, but yeah. the whole sentence is not the quote. Yeah. Okay. I used to have yeah. this uh, habit of whenever somebody says like a certain phrase or word, I, a song just immediately pops in my head. I just start singing it. And I'm just like, somebody says say, I'm like, oh, say what you need to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, say it ain't so. Um. <laughs> say, say, say. Paul McCartney? You know, we haven't played that game that I'd introduced you guys in quite some time now. That's because we're never uh, we together. We're always. <laughs> we we spent yesterday together. Well, yeah, you we, left us. We held hands and we, we sang Kumbaya. Yeah. No, I left y'all, but I won. I won 60 bucks in poker, so. Okay. I guess I, I left y'all for a good reason. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just send the $60 over to me and I think we square up now, actually. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, no, <laughs> we'll talk about it afterwards. We'll we'll, we'll square it up. We'll figure it out. I owe you this. What do you owe me? The golf balls from yesterday. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, so, so that's a great segue. Actually, we uh, we went to go hit golf balls. We uh, did. We got the crew together and we went out and uh, it was a lot of fun. It was beautiful weather out there, and uh, we had a little putting competition out there. Um. You know, I don't think it's a surprise who won, you know, um, but, you know, it was it was a lot of fun out there. Oh, yeah. Alejandro's trying to... It was a very heated uh, contest. It was a battle. Oh, it was a battle. I, I battle? Yeah. yeah. I could have won it all if I just wasn't a fucking idiot. We we did a little three-hole putting competition on the putting green, and what, we think we played, like, nine holes because we couldn't break a tie. Yeah. Um, Fuck you guys. It was no, no, was killing everyone. Everyone had their moments where it was like, "Damn, okay." Brock like, only had that one hole in one, and then after that, he just shit the bed the whole entire oh, time. Oh, dude, yeah, that's I mean. Everyone, everyone had their highlights, <laughs> and it was like it was a fun little competition. Um, yeah, I know. I'm really excited to to get everyone together to actually go play. Alejandro oh, yeah. is going to be trying his best to uh, take off a hundred strokes from my golf game. Oh, dude, the first hundred are easy. It's the last thirty that are really the struggle. Yeah. <laughs> like once you break a hundred, it's it gets easier to consistently break a hundred. Like oh, that's just don't three putt yeah. every hole. No, seriously, yeah. Like I, so the way I've been playing golf lately, like when I was younger, par five, hit a great drive, going for it. Doesn't matter how far it is, whatever. Well, that's I'm what I do. I go for it. Should we play more golf um, today? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But uh, nowadays, I'm just like, why am I going to go for it? I'm going to end up with an awkward chip or something, or I'm going to be a weird distance. Now I just you know, hit a wedge or a seven iron on my second shot, and I just put like the perfect distance for my third shot up and down for birdie. Now I'm going for it on a par five. I don't lay up. <laughs> no, you're going you're gonna, you're gonna to love a chip. You're going to be mad. You're going to hit the next chip. But I have, over. I mean, I at least have the distance to. You do reach uh, from from the blues. Yeah, from, from not from not from you know the tip, but yeah, I, I have the distance to reach a par five and two. You do. You're much longer than I am. That's for sure. Riley likes to hit the driver off the deck every day of his life. It's the only I, club he has in the bag, actually. Yeah, I only carry a driver. Yeah, but with it, chip with it. You can chip with a driver. That's impressive. That divot must be massive. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was fun to go out to the golf course, and uh, I'm excited to go back. I actually have like a weird craving now just to go to the driving range now, even though we, it's only happened once. Yeah. I'm just like, I want to get better now just because like, yeah. I'm like Alejandro Dude, is like, hey, great. Payday, good Top Golf. For some reason, a Top Golf, a Top Golf, Top Golf, it, it feels so much easier to hit a ball there just because I don't know. Like, it's just weird. I think it might be just because where we were hitting the golf, the, it was, was kind of there was a lot of divots. It's easier to hit a golf ball off a of turf. That makes sense. Yeah, everything's the perfect lie. Yeah, yeah, which is nice. I love that feeling because it kind of builds uh, confidence in a person who doesn't play as much golf as you two. That's why I think for you starting out, I think top golf be great because it gets your confidence that you hit the ball well and stuff. The only issue I have with top golf and why I recommend not to use it for practice is because they have the reduced flight balls. Yeah. So if you normally hit, let's say, a wedge 100 yards or whatever, the ball's only going to go maybe 80 or 90. Why are we going to spend so much money at Top Golf when you could just go to a driving range and just get 100 balls for? It's like 13 bucks. Yeah, 13 well, bucks. A bay at at Top Golf is 20 bucks, and you can hit as many as you want in that hour. That's true. So split it is three, it 20 bucks? I thought it was like 40. 
Uh, 20 during the day and then on like weekends at night it's 40. Yeah. Okay. So split it three ways and it's in theory technically unlimited balls within that hour. So That's true. You you argue I think it's a good place to get started and then go out to the course and and, and try stuff. I've seen myself consistently like at least hitting the big ass targets at top golf compared to like (laughs) hitting it straight at like a driving range because you said of it's turf always gonna be a perfect driver perfect lie yeah. lie yes even when you hit it fat it's like it, you don't even feel it because you're not digging into the into the ground yeah um, i love golf yeah. we do we i'm just golf. excited for this journey i'm about to take with alejandro oh, alejandro's gonna teach me dude i'm gonna be on the pga tour in like five years i'm gonna be his caddy yeah. i get 10 percent of his winnings exactly well, golf is probably the most 30%. rewarding sport i feel like oh yeah because it's the toughest it. to get great at like you can get decent, but then you always, I mean, I'm a decent player, but I'm still mid to high 80s, low 90s. And that's 15 to 20 strokes behind where the professional golfers are. Mm-hmm. But when you hit that perfect golf shot, nothing like it. Yeah, I was uh, going off of that. I just watched a video. I don't know if you've seen it before, uh, from Golf Digest. Um, it was Macklemore played three holes with the scratch golfer. Yeah. And they did, you know, a little interview thing as they're playing. And, um, you know, she had asked him, was like, what got you into golf? And, like, and he was like, you know, well, it was, you know, Thanksgiving and, you know, family wanted to go out there. And I said, no. And then I finally was like, yeah, we'll go. And he said he was in a fairway bunker and he had a five iron in his hands and he just hit it so pure. He was like, I got to do this every day now. Yeah. And he just fell in love with it. Cause yeah, when you hit that ball, well that first time it's like infectious it's like you're like oh i want to do that again i feel that like i feel like the day i actually hit a a wood properly will be the day i probably will fall in love with golf the the, uh, three wood is probably my favorite club to hit it's like so smooth yeah yeah. i bet i I just want to know how that feels like yesterday i tried to do how many hits with the three wood i have topped it every time (laughs) i think i think when we go play um Try out my clubs. I think because you're you're pretty strong. So um, the flex in the shaft once you get going will be a detriment to you. Yeah, no, hundred percent. That's what I've been um, told because um, my clubs are graphite. They were hand me downs from my dad and my grandpa, so they are graphite. So yeah, if I do get more into golf, I probably will eventually get my own set of like iron clubs. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, there was a topic I wanted to bring up. Uh, going back to music, it was um, songs that I um, songs that you sampled that you didn't realize you samples. I've got a couple I wanted to run by you uh, to see if you realize that uh, they were samples. Uh, one of them being uh, Eminem's uh, "My Name Is." Yes, uh, sampled uh, Labby Sefri's "I Got Me." How dare you, Riley? Take um, a Snapchat of me without my consent. Oh my. Yeah, I feel like both of y'all do that with me consistently. Yeah. It's fun though. I will say so. Uh, one, uh, one song. So, uh, dance. Yeah. Uh, that the first time I heard that, it was just on a Logic track. Yeah. One of his mixtapes, Dance Dance by Paula Boy. Dance Dance Revolution. Um, yeah. So I didn't realize that was an actual like EDM song. Mm-hmm. I knew it was sampled from somewhere, but I didn't know the song was as big as it was. Yeah, uh, it's just um, uncultured. Sample by Eminem. Uh, the one in the uh, not yeah the Berserk. I think album. it's so far. I think that's so what it is. Life's been good, Joe Walsh. Yeah, Joe Walsh. Yeah. That one's a great song. Like I, that's actually a very good song within the album that not a lot of people listen to. Another Eminem sing for the moment. Yeah. Uh, samples Dream um, On. In my head, in the recent uh, most recent album or the second recent album, in my head it uh, does uh, Zombie by the Cranberries. Are we uh, just only gonna do Eminem? Uh-huh. <laughs> I know, I know, you guys are big Eminem fans. That's why I started with it. Stan, Stan uh, is <laughs> so a sample. Is as uh, I know uh, is a sample of. Um, ooh, you may need to pull it up, Noah, because I'm blanking on the name of the uh, Dido. Yeah, yeah, Dido. There you go. That's what it is. Um, um, let's go off of Eminem. What's another one? Uh, a lot rap samples a lot. Yeah, yeah. no, of course. Yeah, or even like uh, samples from like let's say lo-fi artists like. Um, a uh, very famous one, probably considered the grandfather of uh, Lo-Fi, Jay Dilla, with Donuts. Yep. A lot of samples, not only, um, they're samples not only from music, but from like commercials back in the day, mm-hmm. about that, which is a great example of Ice Ice sampling. Baby. 
Oh my gosh. Apple's <laughs> under pressure. Famous one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so on the computer, I've had this pulled up for a while now. I've had the website for the Kingsway Music Library, which I think uh, I learned about it. There's a producer whose name is Frank Dukes. He started the Kingsway uh, Music Library because he originally was sampling stuff and, you know, uh, making beats for, for artists, uh, specifically rappers. Yeah. And then he said, well, you know, crate digging is cool, looking for these vinyls and old songs and stuff. But he decided, why don't I just make the samples and that have a feel like I sampled it, but it's original music. So he created this Kingsway Music Library so that artists can just come and look through it. And now he has a collection of so many producers on there. And their whole thing is they're just making so many tracks that artists can just look through and go, oh, this is great. If I can just rework this or speed it up or this and that, whatever. And I think it's such a cool project and such a cool idea um, that just makes it so much easier because, you know, you do a cover or if you sample a popular song, it may be hard to get it cleared. Um, you know, the original uh, label may not want to let you use it. Uh, which is, I know Kanye gets in trouble for that sometimes because Robin Thicke, he got in trouble for it with Borderlines. Yep. Mm -hmm. Even uh, Ed Sheeran too. He uh, I forgot what song it was, but uh, Marvin Gaye said, or his estate was like, "Oh, that sounds like this song." Yeah, it's so. it's difficult to get samples cleared, especially when the artist is no longer with us. Yeah, who's in charge of their estate? Trying to figure out, okay, well, who technically owns the song now? True. So that's why the Kingsway Music Library, I think, is so fun because it's just so many original samples that are just ready for you to, to take and you can, they can get royalties to the producers that's dope. and so they can get paid and stuff. Yeah. Another um, good example of what, like, somebody getting in trouble for sampling or, like, making something sound like another song was uh, that Jonas uh, Sucker by Jonas Brothers. Uh, what's called Portugal the Man but was getting on to them about uh, because it sounded super similar to Feel It Still. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was a huge thing people were talking about when that it's song first came very, out. very yeah. close. Um, but, uh, yeah, Frank Duke is super cool. I watched a video about him recently. And if you go to the About page on there, you can pull up the list of some of his big songs that he's had. So his highlight there. A lot is of it, Drake. Drake, 0 to 100. Drake, uh, what is it? Pop style. Pop style, no talent. Yeah. And so he's, he's got a lot of big artists on there who have taken his, uh, used his music and sampled it. It's so cool. Logic. Mm hmm. Um, but yeah, he's Frank Dukes. He's super. He's one of those uh, producers that uh, no one's ever heard of, but every but everyone in the music industry has used his music type of type of guy. Oh, yeah. And I love I love uh, artists like that or people. like that. Oh, yeah. Super, oh, yeah. Super cool. Do you know one artist that I really enjoy that um, it sounds like they're sampling it from like another person, but they really aren't was is John Bellion um, in the latest albums. I Sound, uh, sound prep glory yeah um glory sound prep glory sound prep whatever <laughs> uh what's it called he has a song called adult swim yeah and instead of getting the guy uh who voiced piccolo i think it was tsunami or something like that no what's called voiced piccolo <laughs> oh yeah it, uh, instead chris of Abbott. oh chris Abbott. okay i don't know yeah, he does piccolo and vegeta oh okay mm -hmm. but uh he instead of like sampling something from dragon ball z he uh actually got the guy come in and oh, sample what's right. called and speak in Piccolo's voice in there. It was it's really cool stuff. Yeah, I think he also, I think it was him. Might have been someone else, but uh, uh, no, it was AJR. AJR. Uh, they I think they were just in like the subway in New York. Oh or something. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that clip. And uh, the guy over the intercom or that just uh, like the automated messages or whatever. They're like step oh. away from the yeah whatever. They're like that sounds cool. We want it in a song. <laughs> so they asked the guy to do it for him and he, and he did. That's yeah. super dope. What's the song? Do you know? I can't remember what song it was. Okay. Uh, there was one, I, man. So I've been, I've been doing a lot of music, like discovery listening this week. And, um, God, there was one artist who, they have a whole album that was recorded on, uh, New York. Yeah. Mm. They recorded the whole album on there. And I was like, wow, what a crazy inventive way to record oh, an yeah. album. Um, another example of somebody uh, somebody using something from like uh, outside world noises is uh, Billie Eilish, Bad Guy. Um, mm -hmm. There is a small sound within the beat, which is from Australia. Uh, Australia is like a cross crosswalk of sounds. <laughs> they use that sound in there for their uh, for the song. I'm like, that's, that's cool. So cool. Yeah, 
I love um, that kind of stuff. Like just using your outside world to figure that out. Or like to make a great song. I mean Eminem and Kim, he uh <laughs> <laughs> not a good example right this, now. This okay. the part where he's screaming at Kim. Oh yeah. Uh, or it's actually um, recorded on his iPhone. Exactly. Or uh, um Stan. During a fight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's it called? Uh, Stan, when I, they got Stan. Yeah, they got they got <laughs> Stan and also the girlfriend in the trunk. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Um but yeah, no, uh, like Billy Eilish, like Phineas, uh, her brother, uh, genius, is a producer, genius. He's no, so he talented. Really I'm a more Ferb guy, but shut the um, hell up. And because uh, most most producers, they everyone has their different um, software they'll use, and uh, people always shit on Apple's included software, GarageBand. Mm-hmm. Their Logic, which is the exact same thing as GarageBand, just with more features and you can do a little bit more things in it. And no one, for the most part, no one uses yeah. uh, Logic. Um, just because it's not as feature rich as some of these other software, they are one hundred percent logic people, and they they just shows that like your the software you use doesn't limit you. It's all the creativity. If you have the mind for it, you you'll make do with whatever instruments or whatever tools you have in front of you. Oh hell yeah! Um, but yeah, Finish and Billy, what a great combo! And uh, of course, they've been doing it their whole lives. Mm-hmm. Um. Which uh, Billy's going to be at ACL this year. Yeah, she is. She um, will be. But I don't think we're going to see her. I well, we can. She was well. She what time? She was playing at the same, same time, time as time someone. Rufus the Soul. Yeah. And um, quiet when I'm coming home. <laughs> from Billy Eilish. Uh, my I think the only reason why I'm leaning away from Billy um, is just because new album came out and nothing has drawn me into listening to it. And from my understanding, it's very different than the last album. Yeah. The last album I love to death. But we'll yeah. see. Wanna put a, you know, on that? Put money on that? Yeah, yeah, that you love it to death. How would you put money on that? Yeah, how would you? I'll kill you right now. I mean, I want to see you still love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come back to the ghost Touché. and be like, yeah, I'm still loving it, bitch. Give me those $20. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> um... But yeah, ACL, we're coming up on it. Um, you know, all three of us will be there. And uh, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, we <laughs> I are, forgot I said I would go to that. Yeah, so and uh, you, now you have to go. So. Yeah, no, yeah, I will yeah. go. Like I'm, I need to figure out uh, the dates. I know it's online. I'll figure that out. We're second week, right? Yep. Okay. Charlie Crockett will be there, and I'm so fucking we're excited. Be front row him. Oh yeah, probably It'll, the only people there. <laughs> No, I think he's going to have a good amount of people there. We have but. a lot of country artists this year. Yeah. More than we've had in years past. That's true. Last one was um, Casey Musgraves. Yeah. And but then, she's not even, I wouldn't consider her country. She's she more pop. pop. Now she's like in the Taylor Swift genre, but still like she was the only country leaning artist, I yeah. feel. No, a hundred percent. And like now we have like so many more country well, artists good, this uh, year. Country is starting Texas. to get the appreciation it deserves. And, and it used to, I mean, country... You, used to be when johnny cash and willie nelson waylon jennings like that was like the go-to genre it was like yeah. that and rock oh yeah it's like um and we're good examples alejandra and i have like uh being put towards country music and starting to like it more because of riley yeah because he was like you guys gotta listen to country i'm like no and then he forced yeah. me but then i and was tied like up it. for a few days you know waterboarded <laughs> a lot of stuff and then you now just i it on repeat <laughs> Um, no, I'm whenever I always appreciate good music and I think my perception of country music was just so in the wrong area. I kept yeah. thinking of bands like a uh, Florida Georgia line and I was yes. like, ew, I don't want to listen to stuff like that. But you've like opened my eyes to like real country and like actual like songs that have meaning to them. And, uh, it's really good shit. And I'm like, you gotta oh, yeah. get props where props are due. It's because, um, all the, a lot of country songs that I like that Riley has showed me has been more of, uh, what's it called? More lyric driven compared to like some new songs that I've heard were like, just like, uh, um, boots, trucks, tits, and beer. <laughs> Take your ticker and my pickup truck to, <laughs> down to the river and <laughs> cold beer in my hand. And then they start rapping. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, and that's why I hate new metal. So, uh, <laughs> but um, what's it called? Uh, yeah, no, I think this year is such a great mix of groups. Uh, a lot it's more a good lineup. I'm yeah. excited. Yeah, where's Noah Khan? I'm going to bring this up every time. Honestly, Noah Khan should fucking be there. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, I think the band think... that should be there is Dr. Dog and they're not going to be there. Who? Dr. Dre. Uh, so <laughs> I heard Dr. Dre. 
So <laughs> Pat Finnerty, the YouTuber I had brought up earlier, he's the one who turned me on to Dr. Dog. If you guys are familiar with the band Spoon, um, there's a song, The Underdog, uh, Hot Thoughts. Um, they, uh, I'll play it for you guys after, and you'll you'll be like, oh, this is that song that's in movies all the time, and I've heard it and this and that, whatever. Yeah. Um, indie, kind of psychedelic, kind of feel to it. Um, they're one of those bands that just goes under the radar. Um, they don't they don't have a single hit song, but they just have a lot of just really really good music, and they're on their final tour. They're like, oh, you know, we're kind of just. And we've made nine albums. We're done. Oh yeah. And so uh, they're one of those bands where I'm like, they should be at ACL because they play. Yeah. They're playing two sold out shows in Austin right at the end of their tour. Oh yeah. And so I'm like, how come they're not at ACL? I feel like they fit the crowd. You know, put them at a four o'clock slot. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll draw a good. Dude, that's crowd. what I think about Noah Khan. Like an earlier slot. Put him yeah, on the BMI he's, stage. He's which perfect. Is the, oh the yeah, small stage. Yeah, no, exactly. Where like his sound is perfect for that for Austin based. Like it's. He is like an Austin artist. Yeah, I would say so too. Yeah, I yeah. Very he's indie so and I think after this album, if it really takes off, I expect to see him there. Next oh yeah, year. I think this album could be his like gateway to like more of a stardom. It hurts me to say that because I would. It's like one of those like little artist yeah. secrets that like we like to keep to our oh, to yeah. like the small group who actually listens to him compared to these big artists. I mean, but, I'm like, still because I had that happen with Louis Capaldi. I was. Listening to him very early on, exactly. and then he overnight just blew the fuck up. It was the same way with, but it's uh, cool. Like it's awesome to see that because like, they deserve it. Oh yeah, like Louis Capaldi and Noah Khan are very yeah. relatable people and just fun people. Exactly. So it's nice to see people like that that are actually good people take off. Yeah. Almost the same way with like John Bellin. Even though they're not, he's not as big as like a Louis Capaldi name. Yeah. He's still out there now, which is fantastic. Uh, well, he so he his, his name I feel like isn't as popular. Like his name isn't popular. But I think uh, I think Alejandro told me he was one of the best touring artists of mm-hmm. uh, two years ago or something like sold the most tickets or something yeah. like that, which is crazy because I think you could go up to most people I, I would say maybe three out of ten and be like oh yeah I love John Bellion no yeah. exactly which I loved about that he got that um what's called uh, exposure but it kind of hurts me inside because I like I I was listening to this guy like early middle school going into high school yeah like and then Alvin Norris exploded and I was like good shit but like damn it he was my boo boo yeah, I'm waiting for Charlie Crockett to blow up I think, he, I think literally I think he really is taking off it just literally I just don't think he's a mainstream artist so I yeah. think he's taking off in his respective genre um he has the ability to go mainstream, um, but it's up to him if he really wants to do that. And he doesn't seem like I don't it. think he will. Yeah, yeah. so he I, he doesn't seem that like that kind of person that wants fame. I think um, for his for his fans, I feel like he just wants to keep those loyal fans. Yeah, yeah. Ride with them for a while. Maybe one song will blow up one day, but like still, like you'll still keep on saying like my day ones. Oh yeah, yeah. Art. Um, the artist I know, I know we talked about the other day that, that, you know, you guys talk about Noah Khan John Bellion is like, you know, before they blew up my, my favorite and, uh, was two feet. Weezer. Oh, um, <laughs> feet. Like I first heard about two feet, Louis, the child, they played, uh, one of his, his songs, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Um, they played it in a set and I was like, Oh wow, this is a great, like new up and coming fucking, uh, EDM producer. And I realize he is not an EDM producer at all. Uh, he's just uh, he's one of those one-man bands like Tame Impala, uh, Kevin Parker, uh, who does all the instrumentation himself. You know, um, he has a couple of people help for live performances. Of course. And, uh, yeah, and then I was lucky enough to see him at ACL one year. He was on the, the BMI stage, which is a super, super tiny stage. Yeah. And there was maybe 50 to 100 people there. And, you know, it was such a fantastic show. But I was like, why are there not more people here? Because he was he was going hard. He was playing a really good set. And I was like, this guy's going to blow up. And only the people here really understand and get it. For no who again? Uh, for Two Feet. Two Feet, okay. And now, if you look at the alternative charts, he's, he has so many songs yeah. on that list. I, I heard him just because I think Panic at the Disco was on tour. And I think he was opening for them yep. for their North American mm-hmm. tour. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to go, but I didn't. Um, but so I, I looked him up and I was like, this guy's fucking great. Oh, yeah. he's, this guy's opening. <laughs> yeah. And um, 
he uh, he has a lot of hits on the alternative charts, and he has a couple I think that have broken into like the Billboard Top 100. Um, but for the most part, yeah, I was just like, fuck, like this guy, like it's it's cool when you you find someone you're like, this guy's gonna be big. Um, how are we doing on time over there? We are at 50 minutes. Cool. Then we'll start getting into homework. Then. Yeah, let's do some, let's get into homework. Let me get my phone so I get the list. Of Wait, what happened? Oh, what happened to that topic you wanted to talk about about like? You're like uh, the best like cover artist or whatever. That's gonna be homework for next week. Oh, yeah. that's a that's a oh homework. Oh my god! Noah giving spoilers. So, oh, sorry, yeah, my bad. Yeah, my we'll, bad. Get into, we'll get into that. I didn't in a mean for that. I but, thought that was like a topic we want to talk about, not homework. Let's. I'm talk, sorry. Let's talk about last week's homework. Um, I don't know, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You can go first. All right. So uh, Riley gave me soul. He gave me a lot of soul artists and songs. Only one on here that I uh, knew. Um, very well. Uh, I knew the cover version of it, not the original, uh, which was Sam and Dave's Soul Man. Yeah. Which is fucking phenomenal song. It's such a great song. Um, but I also had Sam Cook, A Change Is Gonna Come, which you're right. What a fantastic fucking voice. Right? Like, every, everyone on this list has, has amazing voices. Um, but I, I definitely understand why that's one of your yeah. favorite songs of all time now. And um, the, so the thing that I, sorry, hold on. The, one of the things I love about that song so that came out after he was killed. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's... Oh, man. That's and it wasn't... Me. Like, they were... Uh, I think his record label was trying not to get it released. and Or at least the full version. And uh, finally it came out in... I think it came out, the actual full version, like 10, 15 years after he died. Wow, okay. It's it, uh, just... Slight tangent here. It's crazy how how many how there's so many artists who they have such a library of music, and you know there's so much music that comes out posthumously. Um, That's how you say that. Yeah, and uh, like XXX Tentacion, I know he's he's still putting out music. Uh, Juice World still putting out music um, because they just had such a library of um, songs that you know their families or the recording artists or labels or whoever the featured artist was. We're like, yeah, let's go ahead and put it out. You know, I know Juice World or so and so yeah. like put out. But yeah, it's it's crazy, yeah, when, when songs come out posthumously like that. Mm. Um uh, also had Jackie Wilson Reap Petite, uh, which is really, really good. <laughs> uh what a I don't so good. Uh, I love that song. <laughs> Reap Petite, it's just a fun song yeah. to say. So me me and Noah pissed a lot of people off with that song because we, <laughs> we, we would play it like ten times at a party. Yeah, they're like, oh, what the fuck yeah. is this? I'm like <laughs> Fuck off. Fucking Jackie Wilson. Uh, 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 oh. <laughs> uh, can I get a bottle opener real quick? Yeah, I should. Uh, bam. Uh, yeah, no, I love Jackie Wilson. And, you know, shout out to Hozier. Oh, yeah. Jackie and Wilson. Great That's song. true. I love that song. <laughs> I'm back. Um, and, uh, <laughs> oh, and then I had a Smokey Robinson song. Oh, two more songs. Uh, Smokey Robinson, Being With You. Really good track. Love Smokey um, Robinson. He's so good. Uh, but honestly, I feel like this was not my favorite track from him. Yeah. Uh, Cruising. I love Cruising. Cruising, a great track. Cruising and Tracks of My Tears are probably my two favorite Smokey Robinson songs. Very, very good. On top um, of Smokey Robinson, Riley has some smoke with you right now about uh, sending the homework and having the wrong song by Smokey. Uh, I wasn't, wasn't going to bring it up. <laughs> Wait, wait, do I have a wrong song on here? Yeah, it was a Smokey Robinson song. <laughs> oh, okay. Might be. I don't care. It, it was, was a great song. It was just, I mean, that was just one of the artists I wanted to <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's my be on that one. Um, and then Wilson Pickett in the Midnight Hour. Yeah. Um, overall, I think, yeah, you really encapsulated the soul feel all the way through on it. And um, it was a really, I want to... I want to just go dive a little bit more. I don't know 70s music that much. 70s and 60s. Wilson, Wilson Pickett is a great artist to get into. He also sings Mustang Sally. Mustang mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, Sally. Probably his most popular song. He's great. Sam Cooke. One of my top three artists. Probably one of my top three voices of all time. Sad thing about Mustang and Sally. I didn't. I only learned that song not from the original. Glee. But from Glee. And, but yep. like the cover is great because the guy who sings it is a great singer, Noah Guthrie, fantastic uh, singer. I, I do love Noah Guthrie. Yeah, fantastic singer. That's uh, why I was like, damn, he really killed this, killed this song. Well, whoever song it belongs to. And then after that, then I originally found out 
from Riley who the original <laughs> singer was. Yeah. And it was, it's a great song. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely do want to learn more about soul music and just expand uh, a little bit of my um, knowledge on it because Riley's dying. For me in that era, I, I'm, I know more about funk music. It's yeah. more upbeat and stuff. And which funk is, adults. That's why I gave you uh, some homework that was specifically more funk. Yes. Yeah, so my homework, uh, three parliament songs on here. Give Up the Funk, Flashlight, and P-Funk. I mean, great song. Love Parliament. Uh, great songs. But funk is just like a very uplifting kind of music. You just want to move. You just want to get yeah. funky you just with it. dance. Yeah, people want to dance, man. Yeah. Uh, Boogie Wonderland, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Huge fan of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Love them. Uh, I think they're very underrated, but... I don't think they're underrated Well, now, now September is apparently Justin Timberlake's song, so... Yeah, apparently... <laughs> And then uh, James Brown, get up off of that thing. RP to him and Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, James Brown is just yeah on another level. I forgot about that. He did that movie. Yeah. Yep. That's crazy. Damn. Rest in peace, King. <laughs> Both. But yeah, yeah, James Brown is just such a fun artist to listen to. Yeah, I was, and you definitely get the vibe that he's on cocaine when he's yeah, singing. Yeah, hundred percent. We were because <laughs> we were talking about that the other day uh, about James Brown. Like he'll just he has lyrics that are just not. It's like Bob Dylan, where it's just like he doesn't. It's yeah. just like he's just like screaming shit. Yeah. He's like, I don't that, and it was just like, was like that's a so fucking the James Brown lyric right yeah. there. Uh, but it's, yeah, such great music, and yeah, I love James Brown. But yeah, soul and funk. It's just, I mean, it's. No. It was the sound of an era. Yeah, yeah, it's gone now. Basically, there's wow. still a, there are still a few artists, Wait, and I will uh, get into one. Silk Sonic is Silk bringing Sonic. back that soul. Yeah, I love vibe. That. Well, I love so um, one band that I know no listens to uh, Saint Paul and the Broken Bones. Okay, uh, a soul band, but uh, white guys. So they've gotten a lot of shit for that. I feel like that's like a horrible thing to get shit about because like it is your, your sound's not, gonna come from the from the region or area you live in. Yeah, and yeah. then like and that's how we they're do. from New Orleans. Exactly, like, that's the music like, that they you can't get mad at about somebody for uh, culturally appropriating your sound when yeah. he grew up with those type of people. Yeah, exactly. And it's yeah. not like he's you know doing it to disrespect them exactly. or to overshadow them. Yeah. He's doing it because of them. Exactly. But yeah, it's a. Uh, they're one of the great bands that I like. Even I mean, Chris Stapleton, he's got a lot of soul in him. Oh yeah, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I, can't, I mean, his his voice is soul. Like oh, that yeah. is, <laughs> if you were t- describing soul to someone, uh, just show them Chris Stapleton's voice, exactly. and that is. There's another guy too. I don't know if you ever heard of him. He's uh, fairly new. His name is Teddy Swims. Yes. Yeah. Very similar voice to uh, Chris Stapleton, but like it still has its own feel. Even to him. yeah, Rag and Bone Man, another yeah, Rag and Bone Man. Uh, I mean, soul is still alive, but it's bleeding out. Yeah, it's exactly. not mainstream. Yeah. yeah, yeah, hemorrhaging at this moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess let's hop into the homework. Um, I gave you like no mentioned before. Um, we talked a little bit about sampling music earlier, but we're gonna just kind of go back into that and with covers. Um, everyone takes their shot at certain songs, you know, certain songs are fun to cover, like yeah. Twist and Shout. There's so many bands that have covered Twist and Shout. Uh, the Beatles probably have the best cover of that one. Oh, yeah. Um, but I wanted to kind of just, uh, get your feel for three songs that you think the cover is far better than the original, yeah. as well as one song where the cover is far worse than the original. Okay. So can I, can we just eliminate two songs right off the bat? Sure. Uh, I will. Uh, yeah. I will always love you. Yeah, uh, Ill- uh, that's yeah. That's an obvious one. Well, yeah. I guess not complete. I, a lot of people don't know it's a Dolly Parton song. Yeah, because yeah, Whitney was... Houston did it so fucking great. Yeah, uh, but otherwise that would both be on both of our lists. Yeah. Also, all along the Watchtower. Yeah, Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, it's a Bob Dylan song that Jimi Hendrix fucking killed. So yeah. Oh yeah. I'm just gonna eliminate those, uh, and then that way it's. Okay. We can get into some other songs. Yeah. Since I, I'm not really part of this homework, I would like to name one just because I, it's a great cover. Okay. It's, Go uh, for it. A cover of Higher Love. Think about it. By James Vincent McMorrow. Fantastic. It's a completely different vibe from the original song. It, he brings it 
really. Uh, I don't know if you've heard the original down. Higher Love by Steve Winwood. Yeah, I don't think I have actually. Um, well, you should. We'll but but that's not because yeah. I wouldn't say it. It's because it's a different vibe. Like I can say that's a better because he slows it down and makes exactly. it more of like a heartfelt song. Whereas yeah. Steve Winwood is he's in the category as like Genesis and mm-hmm. you know Phil Collins and all that. Um, but it's just that's his is like an upbeat kind of thing and it's just yeah. a completely different vibe. So I can say that's a a better. I know I'm not gonna say it's better, so, but I'm just saying it's a great it's a cover. great cover. It's a great okay. cover, but like they both have their own place. Yeah. Within the music industry. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Just how they changed it up. I feel that way about um, I Shot the Sheriff. Mm. Uh, originally, uh, Bob Marley's song. And then Eric Clapton covered it. And he just switched it up just enough to where I'm like, I think this is actually better than the original. Yeah. That's not on my list. But, oh, 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 oh. I think like it's a vibe. Don't like, talk shit about the, Bob Marley. The <laughs> tempo, the tempo change is just like just light enough that like I feel like it moves a little bit more. Okay, okay. Um, but do you want to go first on on your list of songs, or do you want me to go first? Wait, what are you talking about? Uh, the homework. We already uh, talked about the homework. Yeah, what our cover's gonna be? Oh, what do you mean? Oh, wait. We haven't given our songs yet. Oh shit! Well, you're uh, right, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. <laughs> So you can go first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, like I say, we've been talking about coverage, but you wait, need to somehow come yeah. up with three good ones and one bad one. Wait, wait, wait. didn't we think about this just today? Didn't, yeah. didn't you bring this up to us today? Yeah, and that's why I mentioned. I said, "Hey, start working on this now." Oh. So by the time we get to it in a couple hours from now, oh wait, I have, have so I have one for sure. Okay. So, okay, but again, you can go first. Yeah, go first. <laughs> okay, I'll go first, and then yeah. So, um. Ina Kamosi, uh, Here Comes the Hot Stepper. That's okay. the original. Okay. Dr. Dog has a cover of it, and it is far better. It is so much better. Of course, we're going to play all these afterwards so we can kind of listen to them a little bit. Um, the next one is uh, Local Natives. They covered Kanye West with Ultralight Beams. Mm. Okay. It is such, it has, it, Chance did a great job with the original, but um, singing it out. But Local Native somehow was able to get it so much more soulful and, like, uh, vibey. Uh, then we go back to the ska era. We have Save Ferris, Come on Eileen, which I think I've actually... I apologize if I've actually given you that for homework before. Um, but it honestly just makes Come on Eileen even better somehow. I don't know how. Um, and uh, my one bad one is um, uh, Sound of Silence, originally by uh, Simon and Garfunkel. The Disturbed version. Yeah. I think that's just a trash cover. Wait. I don't like it at all. You don't all. like the cover? I do not like the, Noah, the Disturbed Noah, version. Noah, did you hear that? He doesn't like Disturbed Sound of Silence. Are you kidding me? The Simon and Garfunkel I love it. one is See, better. so I agree with that the Simon and Garfunkel one is better, but I still love Wait, the Disturbed one. did you put that one. as your worst? One, yeah. my one bad cover. What? Look, guys, they could have picked any train song, guys. Uh, <laughs> and for a worst cover, they cover all of Led Zeppelin too. Uh, and that whole album is probably the hey, worst hey, album hey, of all time. There's no need to get angry about this. So I would just, <laughs> if I was going to pick one that I preferred the original over the cover, that was the one I, w- I wanted to go with. Okay, so I I have my three, and I'll work on my one trash one real quick while y'all talk. Uh, but so Hallelujah by Jeff Buckley. Yep. Ooh, far better than Leonard Cohen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not even a fan of the Leonard Cohen one at all. I hated it. But yeah, then I heard I Jeff Buckley's, Buckley. and it was great. Um, what was that? Nothing. <laughs> All along the line. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Hurt by Johnny Cash. Yep. Ooh. I knew you were going to pick that one. Yeah. It's so good. Great one. Fantastic. Uh, and I'm going to go Knock It On Heaven's Door okay. by Guns N' Roses. I think that is better than Bob Dylan's Knock It On Heaven's Door. I'm thankful you didn't pick Live and, uh, Live and Let Die. because I think the original is better on that one. Hmm. The Wings and Paul McCartney. Yeah. Um, it's not a bad Guns N' Roses cover, but I do think that... Um, the original is better because Paul's great. I love Paul. Yeah. Hold on. Let me look up bad cover songs. Bad cover songs. So I. It's subjective. <laughs> it's it subjective. Is. But I I just uh, misunderstood what you. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I was gonna go and do this homework after this. Oh okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, I want to get on mic so that... Does it count if I've never heard it before? <laughs> no, you have to know. This Unless song. you want to pick Taylor Swift "Riptide." Um. Because we all agree Ooh, that... I have not. a great one. No, well, because I was just going to say, I just saw this. Uh, Madonna, American Pie. 
I'm just going to say I haven't heard it. Not a fan. <laughs> not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's a great one I just thought of that's a horrible cover compared what? to the original? Case, like, no offense, Casey Musgraves, but Casey Musgraves' cover of Neon Moon. Not that great compared to... No, okay, so here's what pisses me off about that. Um, and I'll, I will, I'll pick that whole album for worst covers. Even though Brooks and Dunn are on half of them, I love the Brooks and Dunn part. No, 100%. <laughs> yeah. But so the the one that pissed me off about the Casey Musgraves one, mm-hmm. Brooks and Dunn didn't even sing in it. Yeah, exactly. Like it was supposed to be a, a, a collaboration, Brooks and Dunn with some newer artists and stuff, just a, a fun thing to do, whatever. Yeah. She didn't even let them sing at all. <laughs> <laughs> like that that fucking pissed me off so yeah, yeah i will agree that is the worst cover i've ever heard because i love brooks and dunn yeah. and neon moon is one of the greatest country songs of all time okay so that's so, your choice is that giving me a choice uh i'll do that in madonna american pie because again <laughs> again never heard it but i'm just gonna say it's shit okay fair <laughs> enough look at that actually no, no hold on worst cover of all time the fucking celebrities doing imagine fuck that shit <laughs> <laughs> I- it's for no no goddamn reason you know, that got me through the whole 20 months or whatever of uh, of lockdown. You know, that I don't think I it, played yeah. on repeat. And I was like, thank you. I'm so glad you guys they weren't even ra- They weren't even raising money for anything. They were just <laughs> like, hey, we're rich as fuck stuck in our mansion. Just watch us so sing Imagine. <laughs> um, that is a pretty bad cover. Yeah. So wait, choose one, though. I'll do, I'll do that one because that one okay. pissed me the fuck off. Okay. Damn it. I was so close. I was yeah. so close of actually giving O'Reilly a good one yeah. for a country song. I was you like, did. Damn. You did. And I hate that. Uh, <laughs> you hate that? I no, I hate, I hate that. Co- I hate that song. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, but yeah, fuck, fuck the celebrity singing Imagine. Okay. So I think we have our homework then. We have our homework yeah. set for next week. Okay. There you go. All right, then. Uh, do you guys have anything else to add before we close it out? Uh, no, not really. I'm just here to... Chime in here and then. Awesome. Peter Party. My name's Riley. I like to party. Oh, dude. My name's Alejandro. I also like to party. Um, uh, but yeah, I guess that'll wrap it up for us. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you made it this far in the video, thank you very much. We love you. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter at Riffs on Tap, follow us on Instagram at Riffs on Tap as well. We have link trees on both of those. So you can um, check out the podcast on yeah, Apple I did something or Spotify. For Made the link tree. Uh, you always something. do things. You show up for recordings, and I thank you for that. Um, and um, we got the link trees all set up and everything. Uh, so if you want to check out the radio station or the podcast on your preferred platform, we got it all there. Exactly. Um, you know, if you want to send us beer recommendations, hit us on Instagram or on Twitter. Let us know what you think. Uh, if you have any questions or suggestions or songs you want to hear us talk about, you know, maybe your favorite song is, you know, the Imagine cover for some reason. <laughs> and you want to tell us about how much you love it. Uh, if it is, stop listening to the fucking podcast. Uh, no, please love it. Uh, please, no, no, please keep listening. I mean, keep listening, but like. What's don't? your favorite episode? Because apparently it's episode three. Uh, but yeah, no, thank you so much for, <laughs> for making it this far into the episode. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Bye bye. Peace out, guys. <laughs>